BTFU. Hello and welcome back to BTFU Rugby League. As always, we have the great Gavin Sheen with us, but we've got the Fleer of Countries back in Aaron Macy. Hello, Mace, how are you? I'm well. Yeah. Mate, show us the new tat you've got because um, it looks quite good and you've got a bit of branding as well. Yeah, so pretty wow. much everything I do Look is tax deductible. <laughs> <laughs> everything. I go for a massage, tax deductible. <laughs> Don't you go there. Worried about the massage. Yes, obviously I'm one-handed. No, okay. Why are we cutting? <laughs> I didn't say that. I said I've got a sore arm. Dan, it's only you with a mind in the gutter. <laughs> We've got to continue. We've got to get We're continuing. We continue? It's all saying it. Yeah. It is. Well, I can't believe Dan's mind went there. I know, mate. There's one job. Stare at the computer. It's every week. Yeah. I know. Well... Other than Dan's dirty mind, how are, how are you, Gavin? Mate, I'm uh, I'm pretty well, um, but I believe we've got a grand final premiership winner. We do. Actually, there's a we double catch. congratulations. That's a double. double. Exactly, A and B grade. A and B grade. Really well. What did you how spend good? more minutes on? I spent more minutes in B grade, which was, I played the full game in B grade in the, in the forwards. And you're an impact player in A? Uh, well, list, yeah, look, I was defensive player in A's because I got brought on for 10 minutes but it was fully on our line in defence. Can I wow. tell you something? I was never a defensive player so well done. Well, <laughs> look, it's the difference between forwards and backs. We, we have to, yeah, we have to do all the hard work and you guys, can just, <laughs> yeah. you guys can just chill out and focus on playmaking. Yeah, uh, I hid behind you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but Les, I, I had a, a cracking weekend. Mate. Yeah, did you? Yeah. On the Rex Hunt. Yeah. Three quaddies. There you go. On fire. And I heard you started Look, on I've been away. Well. How good is this? I've been on holidays. I come back. Mm. Gav's still giving himself a wrap. Nothing has changed <laughs> in this joint. <laughs> no, nothing changes. Well, no one else will. That's true. Mate, oh, congratulations. Oh, my, so there's been three multis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you'll be playing in the WhatsApp group in all the tipping comps this week? Uh, I'm doing too good in the quaddies, mate. Well, oh, I'm going to WhatsApp group. Tight ass Gav <laughs> reigns it in again. <laughs> uh, no, that's going all right, though, isn't it? That um, uh, another... 1200 bucks on the weekend to someone, some lucky punter. Some lucky punter. I think we'll be spinning the wheel again, I think, tomorrow night as well. Wow. So it's all happening. What about the lotto? Can we get on the Powerball? God, mate, if we get the Powerball, <laughs> I'll tell you, we'll be filming for overseas next week. I'll be coming in the middle of the Powerball, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, well, let's look at the freak of the week this week because we've got an absolute cracking performance, one of the better half performances of the weekend as well. Jerome Hughes, fucking outstanding. 185 metres, three line breaks, four line break assists, four try assists, six tackle bus, 373 kicking metres, no errors. I don't know how you could have a more of a perfect performance. Yeah, Particularly in that first half was outstanding. What are your thoughts on that game, guys? Well, you reckon Bellamy put a rocket up him? He might have been, you know, sleeping beside him or something <laughs> after that game against Newcastle <laughs> um, because he did nothing against Newcastle and then he's come out and absolutely tore the uh, opposition Well, it's to like shreds. Bellamy wrote the stats for him. This week, you will be providing wow. 185 metres, <laughs> three <laughs> line breaks, and you will be having zero fucking errors. Zero. Or else. Yeah. <laughs> or else. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. Right, and I think he would have said a little bit different and a little bit louder. Just a little bit more. Yeah, maybe a little uh, bit less swearing. Bit I don't know how zest. Craig feels with the swearing as well, to be honest. I don't yeah. know if Craigie's like... You know, as chilled out as the boys are. I don't think he is, to be honest. No, I don't think You'd be scared shitless of Bellamy, wouldn't you? Oh, I would be. Oh, Jesus. With those blow-ups. Do you reckon he's ever heard of Valium? Poor, poor thing. 
<laughs> not as many as you. <laughs> <laughs> not as many as me and Barley, I tell you. That and Tremendal, wow. Well, I think age will have more an effect than Valium will. Uh, no, over the next nah, 10 cracking, years. No, uh, cracking week for him, though, mate. Uh, I mean, good to see. I mean, that they've got to be playing well, him and Munster. When, they, when they're on fire, Melbourne are a different side. They're rocks and diamonds. I mean, if, if, if they don't fire, Melbourne don't fire. So mm. I think coming in these last five rounds, those two have got a really rip and tear. Yeah. Yep. But uh, good on them. Yeah. yeah, and and it's strange to set, to talk about Drum Hughes as the main half in this side when you got a guy like Cameron Munster. Who yeah, Cameron Munster, yeah. huge, can, dominant can, as well. Can I just maybe bring up the other bloke that I thought was pretty good this week, yeah. Cameron McGuinness? Yeah, is that a warhorse effort? Seventy eight tackles. It was actually 81, 81 tackles. Was it eighty one? Was eighty one? They're saying 78, but they must have lost count. But mm. I've never seen anything like it. I did. I think I suggested him as one of the origin players when we had that you little made up. And I did. I went, yeah. I went to school with him as a few years younger. He's just always been solid. And he's just, <laughs> I think his work ethic's huge. He's just got a good head on his shoulders and he just tries every game. Yeah. How do you think he felt the next day when he got up? I mean, that is one of the most unbelievable efforts I've ever seen in the defence uh, uh, as an individual. Sore um, shoulders. Yeah. Unbelievable. He'd be getting and it'll go down. I believe don't, no one will uh, break that record now. You know, you're really? talking 81 tackles in one game mm. of wow. rugby league. Well, Elijah Taylor was 77. He broke Elijah Taylor's record. And even 77 is outrageous as well. And so did he go to 88? He went to 81. Oh, 81. 81. 81. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. insane. Is there a market on it? Well, Surely there will be. <laughs> Mate, I don't think it'll be beaten. I think that mm. we could have seen something pretty special on the yeah, weekend. definitely, 100%. Um, right. Well, let's have a look at uh, the headlines going into the week. And I think the big one is the Roosters. Um, and obviously, Mace mm. is going to be a bit spewing about this one. But they're out of finals contention now. I think out of the next five games, they win three. They'd be lucky to win three. I reckon maybe two. Um mm. It's, it's going to be a tough next few weeks, the Roosters. It really is. Um, oh, forget it, mate. They've been out of finals contention since round one, really. <laughs> like, is, you think? When, when you yeah. think about it, you go back and just look at that whole se- season. I think there's probably been three genuine Chooks-like performances. Yeah. I, I think that the, the week we beat South, mm. that was a that was a nice performance. Yeah. So, mate, and I know, look, from a punting point of view, they're some of the biggest sports punters were trying to back the Roosters to win a million bucks and sucked into the bookies because they didn't fucking lay them. <laughs> they just wouldn't lay them. Yeah, unbelievable. And everyone wanted to back them. And, mate, it's, it's, what's gone wrong? It's been a massive talking point for a few weeks, especially now that they're out of contention. Yeah, I've been saying Manu to fullback for a long time. I think you disagree a bit, Gav. Oh, I, you think I'm being harsh I, on Ted? I, I actually think – I think – Looking at it further, going into the future, I think it's a it's a, a great call uh, with Manu. Well, but why don't you start now? Because if it, it is the future, he's twenty six. Yeah, I just think it's respect to Teddy, mate. I, don't, and well, I think well, that's well, what, what I think that's what the club's doing. But what does where does respect get you? Uh, it doesn't get you a lot this year, obviously. But, but yeah, so the, so the season's over now. Yeah. So right now you should be getting ready for next year. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And next year's fullback is. Well, I think if you're be coaching, Manu. it'd be Manu. I think it's Manu, and you look for a top centre, so you, you free up your, your your salary cap. I, I, if I, I mean, wouldn't it be a big call if Teddy? They asked, you know, let Teddy go, but I don't think that'll happen. 
But, I don't know. But um, I'd be happy to move. Like, I don't think you'd lose. Would he, want to, would he play well at wing? Do you think he'd be okay? I don't know if wing? you need to put him at wing, but why don't you try and put him at centre? Yeah, maybe. I'm maybe. just a bit worried about his defence at centre. I just don't think he'll be able, like, be able to handle it there. I think he's great at fullback. I just think at centre. I just don't know. So, well, you can put him on the wing. He's got enough I think pace you've got a there. major issue. And at the end of the day, he comes in and takes his scoots anyway. So, yeah. it's the exact same thing. I think I think the biggest issue you've got, we, we, we keep on thinking about the fullbacks, but you've got the issue in the halves. Um, we've they've tried every half this year except for Kiri. Kiri's been there from day one, mm. but I think he unsettled that side um, halfway through the season. Who um, Kiri? No, um, uh, the, the Robson, the coach. Mm. So oh, I definitely, think, I think he's unsettled the side with losing Sam Verrills. Mm. I thought Sam Verrills, uh, you know, left to right, right to left passes, probably one of the best in the competition. But making um, that was a huge fuck up. Yeah, I, I, that was more. That was probably one of my biggest worries at the end of last year. And he yeah. was. I thought he was one of the most valued players in the game. Yeah. For what the money's on. Yeah, that. But you're putting a genuine hooker in reserve grade in Turpin, and you're having you know Brandon Smith playing 75 minutes. At, well, at, Turpin got uh, a minute. I don't a, think. He's not a hooker. What did he get? Two minutes against the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think he's a genuine hooker, Brandon Smith. I think he's more useful when yeah you could start him at nine, play him for the first 10, 15 there, then you yeah. have him going through the middle. Uh, and you obviously bring on Turpin, and you believe Turpin there for the rest of the game. You is, have Turpin, is Turpin the answer? I don't think I, Turpin's I, the answer. I don't think he was the answer. Can we get Verrills back? Do you want to tell you <laughs> the, the real answer I think is? I think it's a team of individuals at the moment, and they're not really connecting as a team. I think that you've got a lot of really talented people there. You've got Manu, you've got Brandon mm. Smith, you've got Victor Radley, you've got James Tedesco. Mm. You know, there's a bunch of individuals But what in you there. do, what you do, do is, yeah. is you're throwing Drew, Drew Hutchins into the side. I mean... I just don't think – personally, I don't think he's a first-grade player. No, well, you, you already know my thoughts on Drew Hutchison. You know, so I, I, Drew Hutchison, mm. I, I just – you know, that's been a concern where they've thrown him into the into the team through the year. Um, and I think the the other biggest concern they've had is their um, – you know, you, you look at um, that pack that they've got. Bradley's been three weeks, two weeks suspension. Yeah. Mm. I, I really think the discipline's gone out of that, that Roosters side. It's, I mean, they've been – an so unbelievable okay, well, there's, a there's a question. How long is Robbo's job safe? Oh. Now, and I've I've been the biggest as an East fan, the biggest supporter of, of Robbo as a coach, and thought there's a plan, there's a plan, mate. You've got they've got a team that has players that can actually score points, can be dynamic, and mm. they're playing the most. They're playing footy from before they brought in the six again. Right? Mm. They're playing that boring stuff, and they're not defending like a team that can just score enough. Well, I think look. It's been the first time since 2016 they're out of the finals. So you can't say that they've been uh, at the bottom of the ladder or, or, or midway through the ladder. And they've, they've been up there every the last year. Two they've years. been up they're, there every year. The last two years they've had excuses, but they're just not playing a style of footy that looks dynamic. Yeah. But you've got dynamic players. Like they don't know if they the pill. Well, the noises are around at the moment to get rid of half their uh, uh, assistants. And bring Cooper Cronk in there as an assistant coach. What do you think about that? Well, they're, they're saying, I think, truly, I think the future in the halves is Sam Walker, no doubt in the yep. world. And he's he's obviously, the, the he's just like so similar to Kiri, similar mm. style, plays off the calf. He just needs a good structured half there. But the issue is, if Cronk's going in as assistant, as long as he needs to let Sam Walker play his game and they need to have a good structured half. Yeah. That's my opinion. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think this, the structured halfback is what they've been lacking a bit. And with Aiden Caesar on the market as well, obviously coming back from the Super League, wants to come back to Australia. So you're saying Kiri goes? Well, I don't know if Kiri... I think Kiri's got one more year. Yeah. 
it's, it's interesting to see what they do next year. All I know is my number one move is Manu the fullback. Yep. They look better every, even if it's against lower sides, Manu the fullback is yep. definitely the play. Okay. Yeah. On paper, they're a top eight side. It's just about, you know, getting that structure back in the team, the defense as mm. well. And, mm. you know, being less of individuals and more as a team as well, I think is something they've got to focus on as well. Yeah. There's um, a, for me. There's, it's a club that's always, yes, that hasn't got the biggest fan base and will cop it from mm. Your, mm. Your, your supporters. Yeah. But the club culture, it's one place that's always known for having one of the yeah, best and I think cultures internally. I think they've and really struggled this year. It's not there. Matt Lodge being there. I mean, all these certain, certain players that they've had there, it's not a usual... Um, it's not common for, for the Roosters to pick up players like Matt Lodge and, and the likes. I mean, it just doesn't well, I make sense. he did a great job at the start. I, 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 I thought he was doing a fantastic job. Mm. They've got some stars coming in next year, though. Obviously, Spencer Lenu and Dom Young. Like, I think that's a massive in, is Lenu. Yeah, yeah Lenu's in. I really like him as a player. I think he's going to uh, bring some some uh, change to that. I mean, that forward that rotation forward is going to be crazy. You've got yeah. Collins, Jared, and then yep. you've got Spencer Lenu maybe coming off mm. the bench. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so in Jared's last year, he really want to put in there. Hmm. I think we'll oh, see some changes. I think we'll see some Macy. I think there definitely will yeah. be. I, I have a feeling that Nick's really about to put the hammer down on some things. Yep. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have, I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right. Yeah. Really Enough about the jokes on. Move on. All right. So who in the top four of the bottom eight do you think is going to make the top eight going into the final series? And who do you think <coughs> in the top eight now is going to drop out? Now, me and Gavin well, obviously had a bit of a discussion pre-recording, but we haven't really heard from you. So, is this mates. the ladder right now? This is the ladder right now, yep. Okay. Um, look, I mean, the first one for me, I think, is that the Sharks will drop out. Mm. I just don't mm. think Can, with the draw I think they'll end got, up on 28 points. Hmm? So, I think they'll end up on 28 points, the Sharks. I don't mm. think they'll win too many more. Yeah. You don't think they'll win to me? No. And what about you, the Sea Eagles? So the Sea Eagles, I don't think will make it either. I, I think they'll the end Eagles up. Will drop out. They'll end up on thirty-one points. I don't think they can beat Penrith. I don't think they can beat the Warriors. Um, they're two t- tough sides they've got. The Warriors are at the, in New Zealand as well. Yeah. The biggest game for Manly is this week against the Roosters. I'm dipping against them. I'm now, if the Roosters win, that's the end of Manly. Yeah. Um, I don't see them uh, making the, the finals. Yeah. Um, but, like, Les, we, we looked at it, right? Mm. And uh, I think the top four, Penrith, Broncos, Melbourne and the Warriors, they pick themselves at the moment yep. in the top four. 100%. Yeah. But I think Newcastle's on a, on a roll. And you look at uh, who they've got in the last five rounds. I mean, I think they are the team, the Smoky Dolphins, Bulldogs, Souths, Sharks and the Dragons. That's mm. their... I mean, I, they're winnable games for Newcastle the way they're playing. Yep. Um, yeah, wow. I think they could end up on 35 points. And what about the Eels? I think the Eels are gone. Eels are um, gone. I think North Queensland can end up on 34 points. I think that was just an off game for them mm. on the weekend. Mm. They've got the Broncos at uh, home this weekend. Yeah. So I think they can, they can get up and win that game again. Yeah, um, well, um, Raiders and South. Val Holmes is going to be out for the next four weeks as well, which is big news for the Cowboys. Like that's a massive out for them, particularly with everything that he does in attack. Yeah, whether it's you know getting good ball and just breaking tackles left, right, and centre. Very mm. dynamic player, and losing him at centre, I think, is going to be massive, massive mm. for the cows, especially yeah. over the next four weeks <laughs> with the draw that they have. I mean. Yeah, but they play well against the Bronx. Mm. They usually play well against the Bronx, so yeah. up in North Queensland. Well, so funny little stat for you: the Broncos are thirty-three percent at the Cowboys' home ground. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think they're their chance of winning that game. It's a big, big, um, big chance yeah. as well. All right, talking about that, who who are the bets for the week? The bets for the week. Well, we've got some absolute crackers here. So I have gone with the Eels to win 13 plus. I've got Gutho and I've got Russell to score. Uh, and that is $3.50. It's an absolute bargain there. Great value. Mace, what have you got? I'm sticking with my Chookies. I'm, I think the Chookies can Should win this Manly? week. I, I, mate, I think Manly are gone. I thought they were very good. They were probably a chance of losing last week against yeah. the Dragons. So Yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking the double. I'm going them, and I'm into the Warriors. The Warriors off the break. I think Gold Coast. Yeah, they looked good last week, but they very rarely put two two good games together. Yeah, I think the Warriors look a serious contender to potentially even win a comp, and I'd love to see them do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Two dollars thirteen. That's awesome as well. Um, pretty decent value for those two to win. Uh, and Gav, what have you got for us? Straight out, mate. North Queensland to beat the Bronx. Mm, beautiful. Think, uh, that's got it. That's nice and juicy, isn't it? Yeah, great value. Two dollars forty-eight. We've got Ooh. some crackers on this weekend. Well, we you, really you've, had, you've had a, a couple of little results. We'd be betting the fuck up. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. A few more quaddies we'll this week. We'll see how we go. But yeah. um, I think, um, look, that's what's that paying uh, overall, mate? Uh, paying overall, actually, I haven't got that written down, but it, it'd be paying. It'd be paying quite well. It would yeah. be paying quite well. Very nice. Yeah. All right, well, uh, pleasure as always, boys, for hopping yeah. on. Good on you, mate. Let's good go for a you. feed at the Village Inn. Sounds good to me. Very keen. Uh, make sure you go to btfu.com.au to access all of our content. Go to the YouTube and the Instagram. We've got plenty of stuff <laughs> there as well. Uh, and I'll see you guys in the next one. We'll see you guys in the next one. See you guys. Hey!